check. Check. Give me the check in the restaurant. Restaurants. Does anyone remember restaurants? Check, check. Hello. 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 What? I'm just testing, testing. Blah, blah, blah. Testing for AIDS. Positive. Welcome to another episode of this American Irish Life podcast. I'm Mark O'Keefe, my co-host. Her <laughs> name is Catherine Henson. This is the fourth attempt, and we're currently in Melbourne, Australia. Catherine, <laughs> what do you think of Melbourne, Australia? I've never been. <laughs> I've never been. There's none. I haven't been anywhere here. I've been here over two weeks, and everything's closed. There's nothing to do. You've been sitting here in quarantine. I, I just want to say something. I am so proud that on our fourth attempt, you were able to get out the name of the podcast, your name, my name, and where we are. You did it. We did it together. The struggle is real. And now, I mean... I'm a broadcasting superstar. Yeah, a genius. Four attempts. Yep. Get the name right. Get my name right. Get your name right. <laughs> and, you know, and the location. And the location. And, <laughs> and um, you're out of quarantine. I mean, fuck. Well... Whatever that means. We've just been going on a lot of nature walks is what that means. It's like we're like we're 900 years old. We're like old people. Yeah, we're not, though, because we're going to survive this. <laughs> well, we went to the cemetery just in case. I was picking out a plot for stand-up comedy and a plot for me right next to it. Rest in peace. Yeah, cemetery is good. A lot of segregation. Looks yeah, like the Italians crazy. don't want to be next to the Jews. No, they, it really was. It was, like, segregated. There, it was, like... I mean, it even says on the map. It's like, did it say Italians? It did say Jewish and Chinese. No, Roman were Catholic. Roman Catholic. Big, big Roman Catholic showing over there. Mm. A lot of Italians. Yeah, it made me hungry for spaghetti. <laughs> Mama's spaghetti. I just kept on reading Giuseppe's, and I was like, oh, I could do it with some fucking garlic bread. Garçon? <laughs> we're yeah. just laughing at graves, weren't we, Catherine? We're like, <laughs> being alive is awesome. Look at these fucking dogs. <laughs> well, I just, what I noticed is like, you know, everybody had, like, different types of writing and shit. So, you know, I'm like, oh, I like that one. I don't like that one. But, like, people were real shit with the quotes, huh? Like, um, what they had on their graves. Like, somebody somebody had quoted, uh, you know. I'd quote. Fucking... You know what I'd quote? Brain Adams, Summer 69. Mm. Why? That... Are you also going to get Got a spray tan? Real six string. I just write the whole thing on my whole gravestone. <laughs> somebody had, uh, was it Otis Redding? And then, like... I don't know. There were just some lame quotes, but like really ornate shit. I have like, one. I have one. Actually, I have one here. I took a picture of it. Some dumb bitch called Emily Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> Emily Wyatt. This fucking top. Sleep on, dear love. Talks. Give me that. No, this Sweet. was a good one. Oh, was it? Yeah. No. I. I. You fucking asshole. Yeah. No. I told you to take a picture of this. I thought it was one of the stupid ones. No, we didn't take pictures of the stupid ones because they were stupid. We didn't want to remember. It. We took oh, pictures. I thought of the we were good taking ones. pictures of graves just to make fun of them later. No, you're just trying to pretend like you're more rude than you are. 
That's not what <laughs> Remember what I said about when I was in the Jewish part? No, what did you say in that part? This place should be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Six million, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, all right, that really goes with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, we, we watched that show, Unorthodox, for a minute, right? And we were watching two um, his, like, extremely orthodox Jews. Mm. Fucking Hasidic. Hasidic Jews. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck with the, the sheets and all that. And us trying to start this podcast today was very much like that guy trying to fuck with 20 ba- yeah, blankets around. Yankee couldn't get his fucking dick into uh, his chick's pussy. That's true. But on that note, yeah, on this grave. No, this one was. This, I, this was the only quote I saw that I liked. Oh, was it? Why, yeah. why aren't you reading anything? Thoughts sweet and tender. Fuck. Hold on. I can't. It's hard to read. Thoughts sweet and tender. Cock. Okay. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the, that's the quote. It just ends No, it says cock. clink. It says clink yeah, around me. Yeah, there we go. Much. Thank you. Well, I was reading it as cling. Okay. <laughs> clink. Thoughts sweet and tender. Clink round the dear dead past. Clink. Clink. Sounds like something I was screaming in the Chinese section of the graveyard. You know what I'm saying? God. How many more? <laughs> anyway, that, that was... um. Thought sweet and tender clink round the dear dead past. Yeah, that one was a nice one. I thought that one was a nice one. You took some pictures here. Very ornate graves. Grave sites. What would you I like mean, your grave to look like? Well, I there was a couple that I saw that I liked that had some cool marble stuff going on and, and neat writing, but I sort of I was drawn to the ones that like you could tell it, it was almost like they were just like pieces of paper like staked into the ground. Remember in the I like little, that, yeah. Yeah. Just where they, they were I like, like when you, it looks like your family didn't really value you that much and they're gonna, gonna save money on this one. You yeah. know what I like? Open, op, open dumpster. When some fire, yeah, tossed in. I like the ones where the plants were the natural yeah. foliage. Yeah. Did you did you ever struggle to say certain words? <laughs> foliage. <laughs> <laughs> foliage was one I had to learn how to. Did you sit yourself say. down and just break it down? Foliage. Well, I used to say foliage. Mm. And then another one, foie gras. Foie gras. Yeah, see, you can say, but for me, I, I struggle. Foie gras. Is that, when they feed a, is that when they feed a goose? The goose thing, yeah. Is that one of the emails you get? I don't get emails about foie gras. I get emails about, like, people raping animals. And I wake up to that every morning, and it's fucking horrible. Um, speaking of animals, all the elephants are dying in Thailand because there's no tourists there to feed them. Hashtag coronavirus. Why don't they just, like, get fucking Uber Eats if they're such a fucking smart animal? I'm all here. Oh, elephants are so intelligent is what I've heard so much. And then, like, oh, they're starving. I was like, maybe learn to use the phone. Your trunk. Pick it up. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What do elephants eat? Bananas. That's monkeys. I think elephants also eat bananas. I I I guess more than one animal can eat a certain thing. You know when I found out, well, what we found out when we left this graveyard, nobody cool. Nobody cool buried there. Just a bunch of fucking Australian fucks. But there was, we did see this one. It was like this guy, Thomas Topping, one of the founding fathers of the Eight Hours Movement in Victoria. So we looked up what that shit was. Do you remember? Yeah, it's like, um, that's, that's why you work eight hours a, a week. No, fuck. That's why you work eight <laughs> hours a day in this country. 
get paid well as well. We work eight hours, you party eight hours, and you sleep, sleep eight, eight hours. hours. Yeah, that's fucking, it makes perfect sense. Isn't that what life's supposed to be like? But it never really is. People always are like, it's an eight-hour work day, but it, like in America, it's always like a, it's and not. Uh, it's like a 10 to 12-hour work day, but they pay you for eight hours. Your country sucks. My country does suck. Anyway, it's, it's on the way over anyway. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, also, totally weird. You, you remember when we found the fucking Elvis memorial? Yeah, I'm a fan, I think. Of Elvis? Yeah, why not? Ain't nothing yeah. but a hound dog. That's him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, it's just weird where they'd have a monument to him as far as possible away from Graceland. Yeah. No, they have this, like, massive monument. There's, like, all these plants around it. They have pictures of him. It's, like, a monument to Elvis Presley. I think he had a 14-year-old wife. Yeah. But I heard she was an old 14. When? An old 14. <laughs> what does that mean? That's a, just... <laughs> it's kind of pedophile lingo. <laughs> oh, right. That's more your jurisdiction than mine. <laughs> She's an old 14. You know, a wise 14. She's got some moves. Yeah, it's crazy. So basically, there, there's this massive Elvis memorial, and it was commissioned by the president of the Elvis Presley Fan Club of Australia in November 1977. Do you think he had the hair? Do you think he had the hair? What do you mean, do I think he had the hair? Do you know a lot of... Do you have, have you ever seen these, like, insane Elvis fans, and they have the hair? Like, these old men with the Elvis hair. Oh. I've seen a taxi driver once, and I couldn't stop laughing in his face. I dated a dude, the ass-to-mouth guy. He kind of had that kind of hair. He would like he, he would use like the the comb the, the comb and the grease to no, like grease I'm thinking his hair about it. Back. I'd like to try it. Please don't do that. Why do you want to do that? I just thought of it for a second. It actually sounds kind of cool. You have long hair. What do you? What do you think he talked about with his wife if she was fourteen? It's like oh baby, I'm just going to the studio to uh, write another track. And I don't he know. Just the first day a, of school. A bag like. of candy. It's like uh, <laughs> keep yourself busy. <laughs> He just gives her, like, <laughs> some teen magazines, like, with him on it. <laughs> Finger sounds bad. Yeah, he's going to keep you company. <laughs> Keeps him busy. <laughs> Wait till daddy gets home. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a hero, though. Yeah, right? Well, apparently, um, like, yeah, no, this memorial, I mean, I guess, like, I, I, logically, you're like, Elvis is in Graceland, but remember, I, like, walked up to it. It's so ornate that I was like, was Elvis buried here? Because it's just, like... Out of nowhere, there's just this Elvis memorial. He is like the most notable person in the cemetery, and he's not even buried in the cemetery. It's just, and people people put shit around there. Ooh, do you remember the baby graves? That was kind of fucked. Yeah, that was the funniest part. I thought. Oh, give me a break. We were laughing at like you know, it's really funny when like you know, a, a person of normal age dies. But what's hilarious is baby graves. Hilarious. My boy was on the ground just rolling around going. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't even have a chance. You were creeped out. You yeah, wanted to leave there soon. Yeah. Well, because I think the saddest part about a baby grave is not necessarily the dead baby, but it, there was, like, all of these little toys and shit around it, and, like, and, like, nice, just, like, little, like, little kid stuff, and so it's, like, hard to imagine people still coming there to, like, mourn the loss of a child they, like, barely had. Bummer. Woof. Jesus um. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I never said it was a comedy podcast. No, it's a travel podcast, remember? Yeah. It, Traveling through through the years via yeah. a graveyard, starting with babies, ending with. We've Elvis. been there twice. I think we should go back a third time, but dress kind of emo. Why do you want to dress emo? I don't know. Maybe shoot a music video. You wouldn't even take a. You struggle to take a photo of me there today. I thought we, I thought we might be disrespectful. But you want to shoot an emo music video there? 
I talk a big talk. You do talk a big talk. You know, another thing, so we, we just watched this show called Godless, and it's based, like, you know, in, like, New Mexico during Western, the old, the old 18, Western times. And, and, yeah, and you're, you're sitting here, and you're like, I want to get cowboy moods. I want to get a cowboy hat. You're, like, trying to take the lingo. You're like, I, I aim to. I aim to. And, but then today we were in a thrift store, and I was like, I'm going to go look at the cowboy hats for you. And you looked at me in the eyes, and you were like, I don't think I'm ready for a cowboy hat. No, because here's the thing. I need, I need to, we need to get out to the countryside more. We need to get out to the country. Oh, sorry, I'm not speaking loud enough. I don't have that cowboy confidence right now. Well, you've had like six beers, so, you know, get ready. You're looking at me like you're going to me too me later. You know what? No one will believe you. No one will believe me. Yeah. Yeah. It's true because I've developed a rash on my arms that's itching right now. What do you think that is? Stress? Stress? COVID 19. The stress. Well, yeah. No. Rash is not a. Rash is not a thing. But apparently, thousands of people come visit Elvis's grave in the cemetery on on the day of his death. Yeah. August. August. August 16th. Uh, speaking of August, Edinburgh Fringe cancelled. <laughs> there goes the rest of my career. Oh no. Well, you, I was so prepared. <laughs> we actually were pretty prepared. I know, but I was doing the same show again. Well, good news is we didn't put money down for a place we're staying. And oh, I'd be so pissed off if I did. Yeah, we didn't buy flyers. Can you believe some people bought flyers already? I think that's hilarious. It's crazy. I think this is sort of everything they get. So... Some people bought flyers and it's all that. a whole year off stand-up song. I mean, that's what it's starting to look like. Mm. You know, and that's fucking terrible. And so that means I'm pretty much out of a job. So uh, you know what I'm doing? Being a hooker? Clinical trials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah. are you. Me too. <laughs> well, conveniently, this is the most sober I've been in the last, uh, I don't know, my entire life. This is the most sober I've been in my entire life. Drugs are very expensive in Australia. And I don't know where they are, and we can't go outside, really, so... Huh. And there's no flights out of Australia. Flights are six grand, so... Six grand. You can pay that money like a fool and go home and kill your elderly parents with your, with your virus, because you probably get on the plane. Or you can stay and take clinical trials. Clinical trials. And uh, <laughs> do you know the funny thing is? They offered me a few ones, and they took the first one they offered me, but you actually thought about it for a second and took one you liked. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the first one they offered me was like a week long, and then I had to take medication that was supposed to reduce swelling. So all I could think was like, well, what are you going to do? Swell me up? Like, you know? My head swelled up in the plane, remember? Yeah, I remember. You looked like a bobblehead when I saw you. (laughs) Yeah, like the first time I saw you, after having not seen you for three weeks, you looked, it it looked, it it was bad. You looked bad. My head was huge. Your head was huge. Acne, I all that. Pasty. Did we talk about this already? I don't remember, but no, my head was big though. It's funny that big. I have a head that changes size. Yeah, but you, you, you sort of you, you deflated. <laughs> my hat, my, my hats are falling over my eyes now. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I didn't want to take the swelling one for weeks, so I'm gonna be doing one for what's it called, the chronic pain, which is great because I'm in a lot of emotional pain currently, having no career. Um, What's yours again? Anti-seizure. <laughs> First one they offered me. <laughs> you don't mind. I, I forgot to tell you this. You're not going to like this. I'm still allowed to smoke with mine. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you right now. <laughs> you Please. fucking asshole. What, what, why, are you, why are you mad at me just because I got the better trial? No, because I had another opportunity today to talk to them and maybe switch it up for when I could smoke a cigarette. I'm going to smoke one cigarette. 
I don't care. I think I can smoke one cigarette. I'd say I was just hanging close to someone at a bus stop that was, there's no buses. You're Fuck. not even going there until Tuesday. Why, why are you coming up with a lie? I'm just trying to wonder, can they test for smoking cigarettes from now till then? Which this is something we need to Google soon. In the next minute, maybe on, on the podcast. I don't care. I'm not pausing or nothing. Would you just Google that quickly? No. Can you test for cigarettes for three days out? Fine. No. Fuck. No, it's just, it's not fair that, like, one it's thing, fair. one thing yours sounds like fun. It's anti-pain medication. Oh, did anyone ever go? Oh, I hate the feeling of anti-pain. <laughs> no, mine's for anti-seizure. <laughs> Does that mean it's gonna, like which answer do you prefer, uh, anti-pain you, or anti-seizure? Did you ask if that means they're gonna induce seizures in you? No, they're not going to. No, it's been like I'll be like it's been it's been run through the thing a few times. It's not. It's it's just stupid. Like I it's, just I just I just want to know can I smoke a cigarette? Generally, nicotine will leave your blood within one to three days after you stop using tobacco. Oh my god. Oh my god. Pause this. I'm going and getting the cigarettes. I know I can roll one, I suppose. I don't want to roll one. I want a fucking Marlboro. I want a Marlboro. I want a cowboy hat. I want boots. I've changed everything now. We should have bought that cowboy hat today. Well, I knew you I could were smoke too pussy here. shit to fucking do it. There's a thin line between cowboy hat and flaming homosexual. That's the thing. Well, we know you've already crossed that line. <laughs> Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man. This, so, clinical trials, those are coming up. It's going to be great. That's who I am now. Now we're just, now we're just. It's also autism week. Guinea pigs. Autism awareness week. How do you know then? Um, I've started playing video games. Is that why? It's no, it's that's just a coincidence, but I think it's a good coincidence. Is this a bad joke you're making? I mean, yes, but also it's true. Okay. I was already aware of autism anyway, so it doesn't I really mean, matter. Clearly more aware than I am, so <laughs> I think you're sleeping with an autistic. Do you think you're autistic? I don't understand the question. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, retarded. That's my uh that's how I identify. Why? Also, Netflix, right? Excuse me? <laughs> I don't answer that question. Well, why the? I think it's dyslexia. Well, yeah, we know you can't. Oh, that was the other thing that you did. You, 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 you were applying. You needed my email for whatever reason to apply for a job to be a transcriber to do online transcriptions. And like at first, when you asked me about this, I wasn't paying attention. I was doing something else. I was like, yeah, yeah, like you know, supporting it. And then like when I thought about it, I was like, you can't spell. <laughs> You can't spell, and the last thing I read that you wrote, you put a comma followed by a period with no words or space in between. Comma, period. Comma, period. So, Do you know that James Joyce actually figured out his own way to use the English language? Are you equating yourself to James Joyce right now? Equating? Why are you talking about antiques? Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, um... But he did, and I'm not saying that I'm doing the same thing. Can you want to you want to spell schedule for me? Can it, why don't you spell I and don't S if, S Q. Okay, say it in the microphone. Spell spell schedule. S Q U. D. S Q U D E U U E U A. You. Fuck. 
Why are you embarrassing me? Okay, well, I am not embarrassing you. First of all, Why are you showing me to me? (laughs) Why am I showing you to you? I wanted to tell you, after you spelled that like that, again, I love you very much. I don't care that you can't spell. You spell schedule the most fucked up way I've ever seen somebody spell schedule in my life. In my entire life. So why aren't I getting some sort of fucking payments off some government? Like You should. Would you, <laughs> would you write the email? You, will I write the email? Oh, no, I guess I should write it, really. Hell, yeah, I'll write the email, dude. Like, I love writing emails like that. Mm. I love writing the, the share and Karen emails. You know, the ones with the share and Karen energy. You know, the... the one like, to three days. One to three days for cigarettes? Yeah, will you roll me one? Let's share one. All right, whatever. Um, Let's do the math on that in a second. No, I don't want to do the math on that. It's... it's Saturday, th- Sunday... Mo- Brilliant. We're fine. Brilliant. Okay, this so... This is the best news I've heard in quite a while. Mm. And we've got some great news lately, haven't we? What? Like what? Did you ever start a sentence and not really have anything to finish it with? No. That just <laughs> happened to me, though. <laughs> if you do ever need an email written, I, I love writing the, the emails with the Sharon Karen energy. The ones where you throw around the words fraudulent and extortion and coronavirus and manager. I So... Might go to the media. Yeah, media, Twitter, colleagues, shit like that. You know, it's funny. You, um, we made this big old list of shit to, uh, to write. To I mean, talk about. Podcast. Yeah, do you want to read out my uh, some of my points? I'm think... really, I'm really terrified. Some of the things they thought would be funny to riff on. Yeah. And then you looked at them and go, no. Absolutely not. Well, okay, so here are the points. And each point is indicated by an asterisk. A written asterisk. So A star. A star. That's what they call them. Okay. First star point is that this is the second try for recording this podcast. Well, actually, in reala- reality, reality is the fourth. Yeah, at this point, we have nothing to talk about. Because nothing is happening. And maybe after the clinical trial, it'll be... It'll be isn't that sad? Imagine if I go blind or something. I don't want that to happen. I am a little concerned. But what are you going to do? Um, it's been tested on animals before. That's, for some reason, not anim- comforting. No, the animals are all okay. Yeah, but animal well, like testing I've sucks. On rats. It's been tested on rats. and you know everyone Rats lo- are just a reflection of human society. Elaborate. Rats only exist in the capacity that they do because of the way humans live. Rents survive completely off of human waste, if you will. So do dogs. So do dogs? I mean, dogs don't exist without humans. They're the cows. These are all things we've created. What's your point? Don't test on dogs and cows either. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you know anything about rats? Uh, Their I, teeth I don't, are not, as strong as steel. I'm not even. I like them. I think. The gestation period for a rat is 21 days. Do you know what that means? How long it lasts? How long it's pregnant for? Yeah. Gestation. Yeah, I know that yeah. means pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like, oh, man, yeah. Wouldn't it be so funny to get like a girl pregnant to keep on referring to it as her gestation period? Yeah. That's my that thing over there is my wife apparently. <laughs> She's in her gestation period. Gross. <laughs> What's gonna come out of there? A fucking moth or something? You know what I mean? Imagine getting someone pregnant at like fourteen. Like no. Elvis. Elvis's wife was fourteen. Did he get her pregnant? Did I she? don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have a kid. What's his name? It's her name. What's Priscilla? Priscilla, no. but what's Wait. the kid's name? I forgot. 
but it's, it's she 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 fucked Michael Jackson. She was in the Michael Jackson music video. They dated. Lisa Marie Presley. Boom. What a load of what a fucking freak show your country is. No offense. Yeah, no you know, offense. it's it's only after being out of it that I sort of notice from afar, being far away from it, you're kind of like, oh. I love it, honestly. Yeah, I kind of like it too. I, I, I am a fan of America. A lot of people are like, Ugh. but I think it's hilarious. How can, who else are you going to be entertained? What are you going to do? Watch fucking Sweden? Pack a gas. Okay, yeah, just keep, keep throwing around the playful discrimination, segregation, just like the Melbourne Cemetery. What we talk about before I made a beautiful cigarette. Uh, we were reading your your star points of things to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, Continue. Yeah. Okay. So that we're still well, another another point is that we're still in Melbourne. We've covered that. Another point is that we're hanging around in graveyards and getting emo with Italians. Okay. We've talked about that. Uh, flights are six thousand dollars. So we're going to do clinical trials. We've talked about that. You have an asterisk next to the name Jack Whitehall. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. I don't I was, know who that I is. was so bored I was going to watch Jack Whitehall. Season three of him bringing his father to some location. I wonder if his father would bring him to the first place he bought slaves. I don't know who Jack Whitehall is. Um, oh, he's a hilarious comedian. Is he Irish? No. He's English. Autism Awareness Week. That's right under Jack Whitehall. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. And then we have, um, oh, you've, you've put a star next to a potential fight. Having a, you, you wanted to have a fight on the podcast. No, I thought we might have a fight because the way <laughs> things were building up before we started recording, was it was getting iffy. <laughs> we, um, we haven't really, ar- well, we had our one argument over coronavirus. Yeah, you can let me go out and play with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go and hang around the, the sandbox with Sean. Make sandcastle just... It's a, you know... And well, share, share jellies. Share jellies? <laughs> and you thought I might get the disease. <laughs> well, it's funny that we both, we both seem to argue the same. We both go for a walk and then pout, and then we come back and say we're sorry. Yeah, I just need to feel sorry for myself about two hours. I get very dramatic. Yeah, me too. But like, it's all, it's all bullshit. Yeah, I get, yeah, I feel very sorry for I wish myself. you could, I wish, like, quarantine was just something I experienced, and it could be, like, you know... I could feel sorry for myself in public, but every fucking asshole is going through the same thing, and that upsets me. Well, it's comforting and upsetting at the same time. It's comforting because, you know, nobody else gets to do stand-up comedy. Like, if I can't do it, no one else can do it. I'm glad about that as well. But then at the same time, I'm not doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> I think it's going to be back by July somewhere. I don't know. I literally don't know. That's my prediction. I mean, this is... I've admitted this to you. Well, because you saw it. You were on the phone, and I was, like, watching one of my videos, and then I broke out into tears. Yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I was just sad because who, who gets – I don't get to tell that joke to anybody. I can tell it to you. You already heard it. You think you use this time to write, but no one does. Well, there's nothing to write about. I'm not going to write a bunch of quarantine jokes like some hack. What else we, what else we got ne- on here? <laughs> next, next star, you wrote – Pete Davidson and uh, Machine Gun Kelly are apparently best friends. Isn't that cool? That came up on my Facebook. I, I don't care. Nerd no. away, but I thought and it was. You know what I think is fucked up? Machine Gun Kelly, I guess, is some rapper, but he was like an actual hardcore criminal. I believe housed in Alcatraz. Like, why did why does he get to reappropriate the name of somebody who could like snap that guy like a twig? 
Yeah, it's tough being a white rapper. I think. I think he's. I think he's brave. I do remember there was a feud between him and Eminem, and I think people were waiting for Eminem to do something, and he never did. No, he did. What he, did he do? He had. A, he had. A, he, Eminem fucking had a. Oh, he had a diss track or something, yeah. but then it kind of like petered out. Yeah, cause no Eminem um, frayed his ass. I don't Did know if that, how you talk about in the rap game. He freed his ass, though. He cooked, he cooked them up like a fucking uh, English breakfast. Great. Full um, English breakfast with fucking... Beans on toast? Uh, yeah, sides and everything. Black pudding. <laughs> Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next asterisk, laundry. <laughs> laundry tips. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I nearly done? There, just a second ago. Just I fucking started the machine again without putting in any powder. Or are you serious? Yeah, but it stopped it. Okay. You know, the machine's probably autistic. Yeah. Yep. Do your laundry, I guess, <laughs> during these times. Um, then then you've asked Eric the word concern. Just concern. Um, I'm concerned. How much drugs? <laughs> How much drugs? God. Yeah, drugs are expensive here, so there are none. It's been, it's been, it's been a rough... I, I mean, I don't even remember the last day I put on underwear, you know? Yesterday, I looked at you... It was like 8 p.m. and I'd been wearing a sweatshirt all day. And I asked you, how long has my sweatshirt been on backwards? It was on backwards all day. I thought you were trying a new fashion too. I didn't even notice. Well, you're from New York. I thought, like, you know, like, pinnacle of fashion. Well. Putting, out, putting stuff on backwards. It's brutal. Anyway, what else is, what else is that? That's pretty much it. We... That we're covering again that I've been sober. What do you really think of Australians? I say this quite quietly because I think there's ones next door. <laughs> did you ever come in contact with them before or no? Oh, yeah, I did. I actually was real uneasy about Australians uh, for the longest time. I th- There was an Australian girl who tried to single white female me when I was in college. Single, do you, know, the, do you no. know that movie? Single white female? It's where, like... Like a white female, like becomes the roommate of another white female, and then she slowly begins to steal her life. I've never seen that movie. It's a scary movie. Is I, it good? I mean, it's good if you like to feel afraid. <laughs> I do like that. Um, yeah, I inherited this Australian girl. I know that sounds like I <laughs> got her in a slave trade, but which would have been honestly fair. Um, I was living across the hall from like a group of guys, and this Australian girl ended up living she she was like visiting she was rich she was visiting one of them and this is in new york she was visiting new york and we it was like at the time where you know we would always leave our front doors unlocked like we could enter each other's apartments all the time so i got home and this dude and the australian and another one of the guys who lived there were in my apartment drinking tequila and uh one of i guess the guy or the girl one of them decided to eat the worm you know? Oh, you get in a bottle of tequila. Yeah, and uh, I had this leather whip, and she was like whipping him with it, and he she whipped him pretty hard, and then he started this like group discussion of like whether or not he should hit her back, and I be you know if I was the most sober one at this time in my life, then you know there was a fucking problem. I was like stone cold sober at that time. And I was like, look, you can't, like, discuss whether or not you're going to hit a woman. If you're going to, like, hit her, it should have been a reaction, like, to her her having whipped you. Not like we're going to, like, have a discussion and hold it to a vote and then you're going to go beat her ass. <laughs> I was like, you can't hit her. Like, you don't get to hit her now. Like, I'm sorry. 
and then they disappeared into their apartment and then he came back and he just looked crazy in his eyes and I was like where's Amelia the Australian and I went into their apartment and she was like cowered by the corner of his bed and her shit was everywhere and she was crying and her face was red and it turns out he hit her and I was like oh fucking A so I told this like bitch that I didn't know that she could come live at my apartment with my roommate and I across the hall so she moved in and the deal was that when we were at work and school she would cook for us and clean for us and whatever and she also a slave yeah we inherited her and but she got to live for free and she was also a kleptomaniac like one night um i drank uh like a half pint of a six dollar scotch whiskey blend that came out of a plastic bottle I, mm. I drank that to my dome there's a polaroid of me somewhere licking some i spilt off the ground it was pretty bad and in that night i was um sleeping in bed with my friend anna and apparently i woke up um or i woke anna up because i was vomiting in my bed and anna was like get up and i was like no and so then i slept in my own puke and i remember waking up one time and I looked around and saw that I was in my own vomit and I like laughed it off and went back to bed. And then I woke up again in the morning, almost laughed it off a second time, but then was like, what the fuck? Cause I was like surrounded by vomit. It was fucking everywhere. It was all over my sheets. It was in my pillow. It, so I like got out of bed. I ripped my sheets off my bed. I put them in my bathroom and trying to soak them. And then I went to my downstairs neighbor, Paul Giamatti at the time. That's not, it's not his real name, but the, the night I met him, he couldn't shut up about how he was an extra on some set, and he ended up talking to Paul Giamatti. He's he an Italian. No, he wasn't. Paul Giamatti, yes, but this guy, no. And he said Paul Giamatti's so, name so many times, but never his own. So I was like, I don't even know your real name. I don't want to know your real name, but you are Paul Giamatti now. So I've only referred to him as Paul or Paul Giamatti ever since. So I went down to Paul Giamatti's apartment, and I was like, look, I puked in my bed. My sheets are in my shower I need to shower in your shower so I showered in his shower and later in the afternoon uh, I told Amelia what happened so we went to Bed Bath & Beyond in Manhattan do you know what a Bed Bath & Beyond is well, I, I can imagine it's Bed Bath & Beyond massive store and what's this, the Beyond part I don't know like cleaning products you can huff well be more exciting Beyond well this fucking crazy bitch was like alright we're gonna get you a new pillow cause I puked in my pillow and I had to throw it off the roof so it, like a standard size pillow so she was like which one do you want what you just throw stuff off the roof when it's no good yeah <laughs> that's what we would do we just throw it off the roof <laughs> like really into the street below so it's like if we left the building we just passed the thing we threw off the roof but um she was like which one do you want and i picked a pillow she's like no let's get you a nice one so she got me this 80 dollar pillow standard pillow you know you put a pillowcase on it she stole that from bed bath and beyond which has a security guard at the door. When we walked out the door, what she did was she had told me to bring my biggest purse. So I had my biggest purse, which still is not big enough to fit a pillow, had somehow put part of the pillow in it, put her coat on top of it, and then we walked out the door and she waved goodbye to the security guard. I like that cockiness. It was fucking crazy. This bitch jumped the counter at Walgreens. This was when Polaroids were still a thing. Stole like four, 40... I don't know, not 40, but like probably like eight packs of Polaroid film. Like leapt over the counter, pulled it all out, and we walked out of this Walgreens. I was never a good thief. G'day, mate. Yeah, seriously. She just used the accent to get away with it. And like I got a little into trying to steal things because of Amelia for a while, but then I got caught like my third time trying to steal something. But anyway, this fucking crazy bitch. So like we had her at our apartment for a few months, 
and then I like told my very best friend at the time who's in San Francisco I would go to San Francisco for New Year's all the time that's like a tradition with me and my closest friends so I it was around that time of year and I was like hey Brendan I've got this Australian girl she's pretty hot you might be into her and I told her about Brendan so when I flew to San Francisco this fucking rich bitch also flew to San Francisco met all my best friends Brendan was moving to New York to live with me and be our third roommate so in January he moved and they started this like love affair but things started getting real weird in the household a lot of drinking a lot of LSD it got a little out of control and it was a Manson family. It was kind of like the Manson family. Like, we, we were, like, destroying furniture. Our, our neighbors across the hall, the guy that we had inherited Amelia from, um, they they had their electricity turned off. One of them had broken into their own apartment so many times that the, it no longer locked from the inside or at all. So they, like, started moving out but without taking all their stuff. It was just, like, infested with roaches. It got real fucked up. It went from, like, a really nice situation to, like, really sinister and weird so we would go into that apartment and set things on fire and shit it was pretty it was pretty dark um so it was around this time we were doing all that drinking a lot setting things on fire just being general delinquents and tensions were rising because brendan didn't like new york and my other roommate pip didn't like that we just were like a trap house for like insane people and um and it was around this time that Amelia didn't have her own computer, but she would get on my computer all the time. And she hadn't talked to the guy who hit her since the night he hit her. Like, you know, she moved into her house. She just never spoke to him again because, you know, he had hit her. And, like, I opened my computer. I remember it was my first, it was my first day of my last semester of college. And her Facebook was up. And she. What age you? What age was I? I guess I was. I just turned 21. Uh. And, um,. It was my first day of my last semester of college, and Amelia had written, it had left her Facebook open and had written this guy, the guy who had hit her, um, a, a message saying, just being like, hey, how are you? And I remember thinking, like, that's fucking weird. Why are you writing this guy, like, a friendly message? She was like, hey, how are you? You know, we're here. Uh, Catherine's crazy and getting worse by the day. Me and Brendan, my best friend, and Pip, my roommate, are all going to move to Williamsburg soon, and I'm going to make weed brownies and sell them out of my bicycle basket. And I remember reading this thinking, what the fuck? Like, I bring this bitch into my home. I introduce her to my best friend, my room, and now she's going to take them all and what, what am I, you know. So I ended up confronting them very calmly that morning like right after I read it and you know somebody's pissed when they're not even like when they're too angry to get angry yeah and that was kind of the beginning of the end of Amelia because you know I ended up having a discussion I ended a discussion with everybody and I was like you guys want to go with this Australian girl and they were like no and I was like well then what's going on they're like I don't know she was also bulimic but she would throw up in my sink so she'd drink a bunch of vodka, and then instead of puking in the toilet like a regular bulimic, she would do it in the sink and then clog up the sink so everything would smell like puke in the bathroom. One night we had to, like, break the door down in the bathroom because she had puked so much and not eaten anything or whatever and, like, passed out. There was vomit all in the sink. It was fucking crazy. This screams of bad parenting. All around. <laughs> it's all around. Everybody. everybody. There's no supervision here. <laughs> it's, it's true. Sounds like an absolute disaster. Dude, the apartment was insane. We had like three TVs so we could like watch TV while playing video games and like watching shit on YouTube. And we had like yarn hanging from the ceiling from all the LSD we'd done. And we had like furniture we picked up off the street that like 
we had like a, a, a cornered mirror unit that we called the time machine and we would like send people into it. It, it was all very strange. It was, it was really off the rails. And, um, yeah, we, we collectively as a group decided to get rid of the Australian because she was going to marry Brendan so she could keep citizenship. Yeah. But he was like, I can't marry her. I don't. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm going to, even though I brought this woman in and you guys have made a whole mess of things in a way, I will bail it all out. So we ended up sending her packing back to Australia. And I think she contacted one or two, maybe Pip and Brendan once more, but then I never heard from her again. Why don't we go look for her? I don't want to. She, she legitimately kind of frightens me. Let's see if she's got over bulimia. I don't want to know. Maybe she can uh, withstand solid meals now. Maybe she's a businesswoman. Maybe. Maybe she's in prison. I hope she's not from Melbourne because, fuck. Do you not remember where she's from at all? Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's. I felt uneasy coming to this country to begin with, and now I'm trapped here. But you're here, so that's okay. It's, it's grand. I mean, you're Irish. Yeah, everyone's panicking. Oh, we have to go back to Ireland. It's like, no, you don't. Just like wait it out. It's going to be done in two weeks. I heard it's this hoax. Did you hear that as well? No, I didn't hear that. Well, I heard it as hoax. I don't know if I heard it for reals or is that. I had a crazy dream last night. I'm not sure. I'm not really like picking between reality and my subconscious that well anymore because of quarantine. I've noticed. <laughs> but I, I'm going with a, it might be a prank. And oh. I think it's hilarious. I guess on that note, where can people find you on the internet? <coughs> <coughs> oh, I have to change my fucking Instagram. At the moment, it's Mark's okay. It's Mark's okay. But it, yeah, it, I don't know if it makes sense because people are telling me like, it sounds like Mark Sock. And now that I read, you know, I don't understand. Mark Sock. Yeah, it, I yeah, see that. Yeah, no, no. Well, uh, now I'm embarrassed for the last two years. You just changed it to Mark Now I'm embarrassed okay. for the last few months. There you go. Well, for the time being, you can find Mark on Mark's Okay. All right, no, just find me on uh, Facebook and Mark O'Keefe. That's where I do my best work. Yep, he does his best work on Facebook. Like yeah, with all the old people. Well, yeah. Facebook's going to be pretty quiet soon, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If you can, um, you can follow us on the podcast at This American Irish Life Podcast on Instagram. If you are listening on iTunes, really, please give us a five-star review. Leave a nice comment. That'd be great. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your ex-lovers, tell the people you're virtual online dating with to listen to the pod. Uh, Again, give us a five-star review. You can follow me on Instagram at you, that's E-W, girl, you nasty, and um fuck man i guess until (laughs) until next week until next week peace out